Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm Nick Eber, your host. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. You can see it right there if you're watching us. Today is January the 3rd, 2019. 2020, what am I doing? 2020, of course. Happy Nakatsenendian Tona Day. If you're from Armenia, we know you're celebrating crazily. We're celebrating sports here. That's right, we have a full show, lots of free picks for you, as we always do. And we're here with you Monday through Friday, live, 4 p.m. on the East and uh, 1 p.m. Pacific. Today, we're covering NBA with Al Ninos. We're going to talk about Portland, Washington, Atlanta, Boston, uh, 76ers, Rockets, and the Knicks and the Suns. And then we'll do a little college basketball, Wisconsin, Ohio, Georgetown, Seton Hall. And we'll top it off with a discussion about the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Not quite sure what's famous there, the bowl, the potatoes, or do you put potatoes in a bowl? I don't know. And we'll talk about some NFL rapid fire with Tony El Tigre, Comandante Tony El Tigre Tellez, and Craig El Huapo Trap. That's what we're going to talk about today. Look, we give away a lot of free picks on the show uh, every day that we're on. And you can get them all. If we don't get a game you want, you can find them just about every game you could possibly want at picksandparlays.net. We have free picks, and then when you're ready, our expert handicappers are there ready for you. All you got to do is pick up their expert picks, put them in your basket, and we still have our 15% off special use promo code bowl. Look, we'd love to hear from you during the show. All you have to do is fill out the comment section on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And if you can't find us, just hashtag Parlay Radio or search Picks and Parlays. That's where we are. And if you miss any part of the show with all these juicy, delicious free picks we give you, you can always head to our podcast immediately following the show at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. All right, uh, that's what's on tap for today. I'm going to try to uh, get over my holiday hangover. I'm going to kick it all off when we come back right after this. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live at YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and of course live at picksandparlays.net. I'm Nick Eber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Eber. It is 2020, contrary to what I just said in the first segment, because I'm still hungover, but you know how that is. Lots of celebrations. But it is January 3rd. We are talking NBA for Friday. Let's get down and dirty with it. Let's bring in our expert handicapper, Al Ninos. Al, welcome to the show. And I know you got me on two of the three Premier League picks, but I got you on Watford. You were convinced it was going to be Wolves. Yeah, well, we can't win them all. And uh, you've been getting me uh, up to this week. But uh, yeah, as you said, finally got you for once. So, uh, yeah, yeah, you got your own turn. back. Makes you feel good, but don't feel too good because I'm coming for you next week, okay? All right, uh, Ninos, let's get to it, shall we? NBA, let's start with the New York Knickerbockers at the Phoenix Suns. The Knickerbockers, 10-24, and 8-16 against the spread. They won the last three in a row most recent, recently. Listen to me, I'm Barbara Walters. Most recently, a 117-93 to 93 win over the Portland Trailblazers. They're 5-12 and 12 straight up, 10-7 and 7 against the spread on the road. Dennis Smith, Alfred Payton, 
both unlikely to play this game. The total's gone under and for the last five for the Knicks. And for the Suns, 13 and 21, 9, 14 and 1 against the spread. They went 5 and 10 in December, and they lost 117, 107 to the Lakers to start the new year. They're 6 and 12 straight up, 9, 8 and 1 against the spread at home. Frank Kaminsky's out, but Ricky Rubio should be back. The total's gone over in five of the last seven for the Suns. They are six and a half point favorites. Didn't get a total on it. How do you see this one, Nino? You like you like uh, Phoenix six and a half point favorites here? Uh, no, at this point, I wouldn't be laying that many points with Phoenix. You know, they just won two of their uh, last ten games, and uh, that's not a number I'm willing to lay this many points with. Uh, Especially against the Knicks team that's, you know, stepped the game up a little bit lately. And uh, they've been a lot more competitive and actually winning some games lately. So uh, Even uh, on the road? Potentially see it. Um, they are just 5-12 I mean, and 12 on the road, but they are 9-7 and seven against the spread as road dogs. So they yeah. have been covering on the road as uh, underdogs. And so I'm taking the points with the Knicks here. And we might actually get a better number on this closer to game time. It's opened at uh, plus five and a half, and I see it at plus six and a half now. Yeah, I have it at plus so, six uh, and a half, so it's widened up yeah. a bit. Right, okay. All yeah. right, uh, let's move to the next one. Uh, interesting game, this one. Uh, I was going to talk Philly-Houston, then I was going to switch just to really make everybody mad. But no, let's do it. Uh, the 76 is the Houston Rockets. Philly 23-13, and 16-19-1 against the spread. They came off the boil of late, actually. They're on a three-game loser right now. Most recently, a 97-115 to loss to the Pacers. They're 7-11 and straight up. They also get a nice coffee and a big gulp there. 7-10-1 uh, against the spread away from home. Uh, Joel Embiid likely to play, but James Ennis is doubtful, so you trade one for the other, but I think they'd be happy to have Embiid back. Uh, totals over in six of the last eight games. The Rockets, 23-11, and 17-17 against the spread coming off a 130-104 win against the Nuggets. They're 12-4 straight up, 8-8 eight eight against the spread at home. They're ranked second in scoring at 119.41 points. And versus the 76ers, they've gone under in the last six. And the Rockets are four-point favorites. Um, are they underestimating the 76ers a bit here, Al? Because, I mean, we talked about how they came off the boil. But this is still a 23-13 and 13 team. Yeah, and uh, it might have something to do with their uh, three-game losing streak they're on right now. But that being said, uh, two of those losses have been by just one point to Orlando and Miami, a very good Miami team. So I do think, you know, with Embiid uh, expected back for this one, I do think they keep it close at least, if not even pull the upset. Uh, the Rockets are pretty good. They are 12-4 and four straight up at home. So uh, they might not pull the upset off here. Uh, but again, the Rockets just eight and eight uh, against the spread as home favorites, and uh, the Sixers three and th three three and one as against the spread as road dogs. So uh, I'm taking the points with the Sixers here, and what should be uh, the most competitive match of the night, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Should be a good one. I've enjoyed watching yeah. the Sixers play this season, and the Rockets, two fun teams to watch. So just from a fan's perspective, it should be a great game too. All right, let's uh, move on to one that's probably not going to be quite nearly as exciting. Uh, the Portland Trailblazers at the Washington Wizards. Uh, the Trailblazers lost uh, lost five in a row most recently, a 93-117 to loss to the Knickerbockers. They're 6-12 and straight up, 7-11 uh, against the spread away from home. Uh, Three-point shooting is what's kept this team relevant, quite frankly. If they didn't have it, God knows what their, what their, result, what their uh, record would be. It would be pretty awful. Total's gone over in four of the last five uh, at Washington. And as for the Wizards... 
three and seven straight up in the last 10, coming off a 101-122 loss to the Magic. Uh, Bradley Beal is doubtful to play, and he's going to join a very long list of injuries. I think I counted six or seven players uh, that were out indefinitely. Uh, they're five and nine straight up, six and eight against the spread at home. Total's gone over in six of the last seven. Uh, yet, on the road, the Trailblazers are five-point favorites on the road. That, and they're on a five-game losing streak? Hmm, Al. Yeah, another uh, well questionable line, I guess. Uh, I think we're just getting a few too many points here. I mean, it's hard to back the Blazers. Uh, they have a lot of talent on their roster, and I just don't know how they can't get anything together here. Uh, Five-game losing streak, as you mentioned, and uh, not looking great. Um, I, the Wizards, the big question mark, obviously, as you mentioned, is uh, Beal. I do like this play a lot more with Beal playing. Yeah. Uh, but Wizards plus uh, five and a half looks like the play to me. Uh, Portland, you know, they're just three and five uh, against the spread as road favorites. Uh, Wizards four and four against the spread as home dogs. Um, I think they come out to play and uh, keep this one close again. All right. So, there yeah, you have it. Points for the Wizards. All right. Well, we got one more game. Uh, let's go ahead and do this one. Let's just talk about the game because I, I don't know if we have a line on it yet. Let's talk about it. The Atlanta Hawks. 7-27. Oh, God, that stinks just even saying it. 14-20 uh, against the spread. Uh, their 101-93 win over the Magic just snapped a 10-game losing streak. 10 games. They're 4-15 straight up, 6-13 against the spread away from home. Jabari Parker and Trey Young both likely to play. Now, that is definitely going to help the Hawks. They've been, you know, it doesn't help that they've got two of their better players that, uh, you know, not playing. Uh, total's gone under in six of the last nine. But the Celtics... A slightly different record, 23 and 8, 19 and 10 against, uh, 19, 10 and 2 against the spread, 7 and 3 in their last 10, including a 1 and 9, 92 win over the Hornets, 13 and 2 straight up, 9, 5 and 1 against the spread at home. Kendall Walker is doubtful. Jalen Brown is probable. Total has gone over in seven of the last nine against the Hawks. No points on this one, no line either. Um, I mean, clearly Celtics going to be big home favorites here. Yeah, they have to be. I mean, I think the, they're just trying to figure out a line big enough for this game because and I don't know if they can get one because, uh, you know, as you mentioned, some great numbers by the Celtics. They lead the league in, against the spread, and they're also 8-5-1 and one against the spread as home favorites. As uh, Atlanta, you know, fourth from the bottom against the spread at 14-20 uh, and 20 and just 6-12. to use a technical term. Yeah, 6-12 and 12 against the spread as road dogs. So... Can't even, uh, I mean, I'm sure they've been getting lots of fat lines too, and uh, I, I and they can't even cover those. So, I mean, Celtics just playing much better basketball, they're a much more talented team, and uh, yeah, I like them to win by at least double digits here. So, double digit me, win uh, for the Celtics, yeah. Al. Always a pleasure. What do you got up at picks and parlays right now? Uh, I had some few, a few plays today, you know, these are some very competitive games, so trying to pick the best ones out out of this bunch for tomorrow there's some good hockey on tomorrow as well we got the bowl games wrapping up and uh some great nfl games coming up too so lots of great games coming up on the site all right al nino is always a pleasure you can find al along with 34 other of our top handicappers at picksandparlays.net if you want to peruse some of al's expert picks you can do that right now go to picksandparlays.net Put his picks in your shopping basket and a special, just because we like you, 
kind of feeling happy and good, and we still got a little bit of holiday good cheer left. 15% off. You heard me right. 15% off. Promo code BOWL. B-O-W-L. All right. I'm going to step aside, take a break, and I'll be right back with Chip Chicken Dinner Chirimbus. We're going to talk college basketball and a bowl game. Be right back. Welcome back. Picks and parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also streaming live YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Great to be with you. Promised you a little chip chicken dinner chirimbus, because nothing goes better with a famous Idaho potato than good chicken dinner. <laughs> Let's bring on star handicapper chip chicken dinner chirimbus. Chip, how was your new year? Uh, New Year's was great. It would have been a little bit better if Wisconsin had been able to hold on against Oregon, but four turnovers did me in. But in the meantime, we swept the board in NBA basketball, and now 9-1 with our top plays the last 10 days. All right, killing it, Chirimbus, killing it. Yeah, Let's talk the basketball anyway. Yeah, well, let's talk the Ohio Bobcats versus the Nevada (laughs) Wolfpack. The Nevada Wolfpack, the famous Idaho potato bowl. What I'm wondering is, is it the potato that's famous? Or is it the bowl that's famous? Or is it the potato bowl that's famous? I'm not sure, Chirimbus. I'm not sure you're meant to know these things. These are kind of like the meaning of life. I can think I can explain it to you because um, I took a trip to Idaho this summer, the first time ever. And one of the first dinners I had, my partner, partner, who you know who he is, said to me, Papa, these potatoes are great. So I guess there is something different about the Idaho potato and this bowl in uh, in Boise is going to be played on that magnificent blue field, which drives my eyes nuts. I don't know what it does to the rest of the population, but it's one of the homeliest fields you'll ever see. And uh, we've seen them in red. We've seen them in brown and green, of course, is a great color. But this this uh, blue field is just hard to take. All right. Well, let's talk the Ohio Bobcats, uh, six and six, yeah. four and eight against the spread. Disappointing season for the Bobcats. Look, it all went pear-shaped right off the bat. They lost four of the first six games. Sort of killed the whole season for them. They're second in the scoring in the MAC, fourth in total offense. Uh, three wide receivers are out, though. Tyler Tupa, Jerome Buckner, and Shane Hooks. Total's gone over in five of the last seven for the Bobcats. And the Nevada Wolfpack, well, lost 33-30 to to the Rebels in overtime. And then uh, a little bit of thuggery, some handbags, as we like to say in the soccer world. Uh, as a brawl ensued, now they've got three players DQ'd, and another one right. can only play from the second half. Look, they already had one of the worst scoring defenses in college football. They didn't help themselves at all. Ohio uh, Bobcats, big favorites here uh, at eight points, actually, which, if you think yeah. about it, with a 6-6 six and six record, would have become a big favorite. Uh, total 59. Nick, that was my sentiments exactly. It was going to be the first thing out of my mouth was, here's a six and six team and an eight and a half yeah. point favorite. Oh, and in the half one now. Of the <laughs> yeah, you're right. Well, I've seen it move in certain places. Who yeah. knows where it's going to end up tomorrow? Um, Nevada at seven and five. Uh, they came on strong. They won their last two games against, um, well, let's put it this way. It was Ohio that crushed the last two games that became eligible. They beat um, Akron 52 to three and they beat Bowling Green they scored 66 points but the Nevada team which I was originally starting to say has lost 11 straight on this speed all those games of course are being played against Boise State but they have a freshman quarterback who's had 10 touchdowns and seven interceptions and on the ground in the Mountain West now Nick we've seen Mountain West UNLV week in and week out we've seen the overall quality of the conference and it's very weak it's poor as a matter of 
Rubbish. It's, it's crap. It's poor. Yeah. They were eleventh in the they were eleventh in the conference in rushing Nevada, and you know they they were tenth in pass defense. I don't see how they're going to come up strong against this team, this Bobcat team, which had their all conference quarterback who's a senior. Now the freshman quarterback for Nevada, I don't know how this game is going to affect him, but I think a senior quarterback playing his last game, Nathan Rourke has had a great year, twenty touchdown passes, only five interceptions, Nick. This team is 4-0 against the points in their last four bowl games. And listen to this, Nick. They're 19-7 against teams with winning records, and they're 18-8. and These are all against the points in non-conference games. Even though they're only 2-5 and in their last seven as a favorite, I think the other trends and the other factors override the negativity I just gave you or the negative stats I just gave you. And uh, Ohio, I think, is the side against the Nevada Wolf Pack. So I would take – I would lay it with the Bobcats. All right, lay it with the Bobcats. Don't get bit. Okay, next up, let's talk some college basketball, Chipper. Uh, The Wisconsin Badgers at the Ohio State Buckeyes. Fifth-ranked Buckeyes, I might add. Uh, The Badgers, uh, 8-5, 6-7 against the spread. They're on a three-game winner right now, coming off the 65-37 win over Ryder State. They're 8-5 overall. They're 1-1 in conference. Trevor Anderson's injured. He's unlikely to play. The total has gone under an eight of the last 12 on the road for the Badgers and for the Buckeyes at 11 and 2 and 10 and 3 against the spread. Uh, they're actually coming off a non conference loss to West Virginia. Uh, they're 1 and 1 straight up, 1 and 0 against the spread at home in Big Ten play. Gone over in all five of the last games against Whiskey. Yeah, they have. Uh, 10 and a half point favorites, Chip, 124 points. Make me some money, pal. All right, well, I can tell you about this one is that Ohio State has been really good to us. They've won some big games. They beat Kentucky. They beat North Carolina. They beat Villanova when we had them as a top player today. And they're 8-0 and at home, Nick, 7-1 against the points. And that's why this number's a bit inflated. But let me come back to this. These two clubs are pretty big rivals, and they see each other every year. Wisconsin, which started poorly, and like you said, they've won their last three because they have a new addition to their team, and they've waited over a year for this for this kid to be able to play. I'm talking about six foot ten Micah Potter. He was originally a player for Ohio State, and that's why he had to sit out an entire year when he transferred to mm-hmm. Wisconsin. Now, he wasn't able to play. He's only been able to play the last three games. And guess what? The Badgers are three and oh in those games. Uh, Though they're one surprise. in five, you know, the right? So that that's certainly gotta help. Though they're one in five against the points on the road, and they're actually the last five meetings with Ohio State has gone over the total. But this team is known as a defensive team. Wisconsin is known to hold the ball and control the ball. And with six foot ten Potter back in the lineup, I think teams' oppositions are going to have trouble in and around the basket. I uh, the under in their last six games overall is five and one. I love this in, this Ohio State inside game. I really do. And they are twelve and four as a favorite. But I don't think Nick that. In recent times, they've had to lay 10 and a half against the Wisconsin. Yeah. And I believe the odds makers are still gauging this Wisconsin on the record and their slow start. And they're going to be factoring in this uh, Micah Potter very soon. Hey, listen, how about a complete flyer yeah. on this one? What about something crazy like a Moneyline Badgers upset? Well, that would be a, that would be an awful big take. I, I'd really like this Ohio State team, and I think the fact that even though they're seven and one against the points at home, they are eight and zero oh, and ten and a half points. If you can take a flyer on that and you win, good luck to you. I think you're better off um, playing this game to stay under the total. To tell you the truth. All right, uh, let's move along, shall we? Uh, big East, Georgetown at Seton Hall. Uh, Georgetown Hoyers, ten and four, eight and six against the spread. They went unbeaten in December, Shipper. Unbeaten in all of December. Yep. 
But then they kick <laughs> off the new year with a 60-76 to 76 in-conference play loss to Providence. They're 2-1 straight up and against the spread on the road, which includes that loss to Providence. It was on the road. Uh, Mac McClung is out with an eye injury. You'd think he might have been out with a McClung infection, but no, he's out with an eye injury. Uh, over in four of the last five on the road. And the Seton Hall Pirates, I won't do my pirate voice anymore. Okay, I will. Hark! They're nine and four against the spread, laddie. Nine and four against the spread and straight up, I'm telling you. They're on a three-game winner, me man. Coming off a 74-76 win over DePaul. They're five and one straight up and at home. They're one and oh in conference. Total under eight, under four in the last five. Seton Hall, arr, they're going to win, damn them. Total minus well, six, total 145. Nick, I'm really glad you didn't use your pirate's voice. It adds a lot of credibility to the segment. But, <laughs> <laughs> but let's, let's say this, that there, there are individuals on each side that are key factors in this game. And you well, mentioned Are you telling Matt, me there's good people on all sides? Okay, never there's, mind. Okay. Should be. There all there always is. I mean, this is why we have the First Amendment. We are all allowed our own free speech. All this right, is in America going, anyway. Yeah. But your McClung, who's that who was missing the last three games, is one of the reasons Georgetown is struggling now. He was a point guard averaging over twenty two points a game. He has that eye injury you had mentioned, but Patrick Ewing is having trouble keeping this team together. He has had to suspend three players or not suspend, actually jettisoned from the program, Nick, and they're not even with this team. I was surprised that uh, Georgetown and Patrick Ewing, the coach, was able to hold them together for as long as he did. When they lost um, McClung, it was just too much for them to overcome. That's why they started to drop a little bit. Now, in their seven last meetings with Seton Hall, they have split wins and losses, and believe it or not, it's Georgetown's turn this time around, and um, maybe Seton Hall will have the edge because Miles Powell has returned, and this kid's one of the first-team All-Americans. He's just absolutely fabulous, and he has made his mission to destroy the Hoyas. Nick, in five games, he shot 49%. He's averaged 32 points. And, um, you know, the Seton Hall can play with anybody. They just come off the road, and they win at DePaul, and they lost to Oregon by a point, by two points, 71-69. So the Pirates need this Miles Powell to play because he is – pretty much what they rotate their offense around. He is such a spectacular player and has such incredible impact on it. He's back for the Pirates. I'm not quite sure what the line is on this game, but Georgetown um, has to get tough. And Patrick Ewing said that they have to suck it up. After losing the guard, he went to an, a bigger lineup and he was starting two freshman centers and they just haven't been able to come through. None of them have even scored 10 points in any of the three games they've played already. All right, Chipper. Yeah, it's McClung. You know, you just don't McClung. want to. You just don't want to elbow him in the McRibs. Oh, <laughs> well, couldn't, you know, um, couldn't help myself injuries, with that one, Chipper. Couldn't I, help I, myself. See, injuries have have more of a factor, or, um, or say, have more of a an effect on a basketball game where you only have five players out there at a time, as opposed to a and, football game, of course, where we have eleven. You know, so. unless you've got one that's six foot ten, and you could cut him in half and still yeah, still get yeah, two yeah. normal sized basketball players. Uh, well, you know, they may be normal sized people, <laughs> but they're not normal sized <laughs> basketball players. That's All right, Chip Charimbas, chicken dinner, always a pleasure. What do we have for you on the site today, picks and parlays? Well, on it, of course, we have our slew of NBA. We have a trio of NBA games, and as well as college basketball and you know nick like i've mentioned before we've hit nine of ten megabuck releases that is my single strongest play each and every day 19 and 9 the last 10 days in nba action and looking forward to it we'll have three big winners posted out there i already checked the overnight lines nick and of course we have a best bet 
guaranteed winner in NFL playoff action. Well, we're looking to win big there on Saturday. Chipper, I think the last time you did this well was, what, 1937. All right, Chip Charimbus, <laughs> always a pleasure. All right, we'll be right back with more right here on Picks and Parlays Radio. Support for Fifth Street Soccer comes from Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Look, it's 2020. Happy New Year, everyone. And you know what that means? New Year, new me, new nuts. Listen, men. Hairy bushes, they're so 2019, or actually more like 1975. If you're going to pick up any New Year's resolution, let it be to take care of your junk. Manscaped is making it easy with their grooming products. Look, I have recently started using this product. And let me tell you, I've gone from Prince Harry to King Baldrick. Easy peasy, no nicks, no hurt, no blood. That's right. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past, and thank God for that. Oh, and stop being nasty. You don't have to use the same thing you use to trim your junk on your face. Come on now. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver. Now this is an anti-chafing nut deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why not put them on the smelliest part of your body? You can get 20% off plus free shipping. Use the code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, at manscaped.com. Start the new year off the right way by using the best tools for your tools. Yep, your balls will thank you. Take 20% off. With free shipping, use code BLEAV at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code BLEAV. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code BLEAV. And like me, you can go from Prince Harry to King Baldrick without any pain. All right, welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays, here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and, of course, live at picksandparleys.net. I'm Nick Ebert. Great to be with you. Uh, we'd love for you to participate during these broadcasts, and you can do that uh, by commenting in the comment box on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, uh, hashtag ParleyRadio, or just search, and you will find us there. Uh, let's uh, change it up a little bit. It's time for some NFL rapid fire. Of course, we have the wild card games. Let's talk AFC wild card Saturday. Let's bring in our two Expert handicappers, Tony Comandante, El Tigre, Tellez, and Craig, El Huapo Trap, with his hat on backwards, you know, that is a violation of Pigs and Parley's dress code, <laughs> Trap, you know that, we don't do any of that sort of stuff here, and the, you better not have sagging pants. Okay, gentlemen, <laughs> looking good, I hope you both had a wonderful New Year's celebration and are not too hungover to give our viewers and listeners some quality picks. Are we okay with that, guys? Tellez. I'm okay with it. I feel great. All right, Trap, you feeling good? Uh, I drank a lot of water, so I'm good to go today. Okay, all right. Let's start. Titans of Patriots. The Tennessee Titans, 9-7, nine 9-7 and seven, nine and seven against the spread. They went 5-2, and two, the last seven to close out the season strong. Uh, nice 35-14 win over the Texans. And guess what, folks? It's wild card time for the Titans. Uh, Tennessee offense was ranked third in rushing yards, fourth in yards per play. 
look, they lost the preseason game against the Patriots, but, you know, that's preseason, so what does that mean? Uh, three wide receivers possibly out in Adam Humphreys, Khalif Raymond, and Cody Hollister. And Adderay Jackson's definitely out. Love that name, Adderay. Uh, five and three straight up and against the spread away from home. And the Pats, oh, what is this? Wait, are they waking up from a daze? Are they going, we had too much to drink over New Year's. Someone telling me we're in a, we're in a wild card game? <laughs> no, no, this has got to be a joke, right? But it's not. They can thank Miami. Uh, <laughs> oh, wasn't that great, guys? I just love it. All right, so uh, that upset loss at Miami meant that they're now their third seed. They're going to go to face Kansas City Chiefs if they win this game, which is a tough outing, by the way, if that happens. They're 6-2 and two at home, 2-4 two against the spread in the last six. Uh, Pats, less than a touchdown favorite, total 43.5. Let's start with you, Trap. Fire away. Well, it might be a... Uh, Adore Jackson, but uh, you want to call him Adore, I'll call him Adore. It's Madore, Madare, you know, whatever. But that sounds so how, charming, doesn't it? Adore. <laughs> how I, I mean, it's unbelievable. Remember last year, uh, New England kind of stumbled through a lot of the late in season. Everybody was questioning Indiana. Uh, Indianapolis was going there. A lot of people had Indianapolis going to make a run. Guess what happened? Patriots playoff time turned it on and go all the way to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl. Now this year, Patriots lose the last game. So, yes, they've lost four games. Guess what? The other three losses, all the AFC other playoff teams. So if you throw that one loss out, you know, this Patriots team has had three quality losses against the Titans team in a short week having to travel. I'm going to take the Patriots here minus five. I just I don't bet against Bill Belichick when it comes uh, playoff uh. time. If I wouldn't like the game, I would play the total. You just don't you don't make money betting against Bill Belichick. Oh, trap. So that. tedious, tedious. Just a bandwagon favorite. Look at you. Look at you, Trap. Come on, isn't it time someone knocked these guys off their pedestal? Isn't it? Well, Tell it us. Is, but not, not this year. Well, <laughs> it, it, you know, twelve and four is a good record, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go butt heads here with Craig. I'm gonna take Tennessee plus the five because if this game lands four or three, you win no matter who wins this game. And I think it'd be it could be a close game here. You know, we, you know, we talked about the Patriots, you know, failing to cover four of their past five, that loss at home to Miami. One thing that concerned me is how the defense looked. The defense looked very slow to react to Miami's plays, and that's really what got me concerned here. You know, the offense for the Patriots, not very good. They're uh, Actually, in, when you look at them red zone and, and in um, third down, lower, lower half of the league, which means the defense on the field a little longer. Maybe the defense already starting to wear out. They gave up a season high in yardage. Uh, to uh, Miami, 389 yards last week, 327 in the passing game. And, of course, um, Ryan Tannehill, you know, since he took over for Marcus Mariota, he's completing 70% of his passes, 22 touchdowns, six picks. He's on a free roll. You know, he just he came in it, it, with no pressure on him. Uh, you know, they got him in the playoffs. I think he's assured of the starting job next year. So this is all gravy for him. I don't think he's going to feel as much pressure as he would if he was a starter coming in the, into the season. You know, but, you know, you look at, at, at uh, Brady's completion rate just – 61%, 6.6 yards per pass attempt. We know the Titans, you know, they're going to be a very confident bunch here. They blew out New England at home last year, 34 to 10, and they ran all over them for 150 yards. You know, Derrick Henry does a good job running the football. The Titans are averaging five yards per rush, and of course, that's going to complement Tannehill, who's been accurate this season. Again, the game could land three, it can land four. You win no matter who wins. Give me the five with Tennessee. All right, you got it. Let's move along. Next AFC wildcard game. Again, this is Saturday. Bills at Texans. The Bills 10-6, and 9-6-1 against the spread, coming off a loss to the Jets, where they rested most of their starters. In fact, both of these teams did a lot of starter resting in their last regular season game. Uh, they're 10-6 straight up, 6-11 against the spread on the road, 
hitting the under in 12 of the last 15 on the road. The Bills' rushing offense will meet the Texans' 25th rank rushing defense. Wonder if that's telling us something there. Hmm, could be. The Texans, 10 and 6, 7 and 8, and 1 against the spread. Uh, they're only 2 and 6 against the spread at home. Opposing off. This is a horrible stat. You don't like to see this, particularly if you're a fan. Well, if you're a fan, you don't like to see this. Opposing offenses converted 48.5% of third downs, 71.4% of red zone trips into touchdowns. That's bottom of the league, and that's not opposing offenses. If you're a fan, that's just offensively opposing. Uh, total has gone under in six of the last nine. Texans, though, two and a half point home favorites, 42 and a half points. That's a field goal, guys. Uh, who do we start with last? You trap? Tell you what, let's go with you, Tellez. All right, uh, Nick, this is my best play of the, uh, from, the, uh, from the wild card round. Pick it up right now at picksandparlays.net. Oh, you teaser, you. Okay, Craig, fire away. I actually see the total actually has moved up to 44 in this one, and I kind of like the total when it was at 42 and a half, so yeah. you're giving me the extra. I like the under here. I think this Bills defense is one of the best defenses in the league. I think they're going to run the ball to protect uh, to keep uh, Watson and that good passing offense of the Texans off the field. I think the under is a solid play here. I, you know, let's also remember if you're going to play the side in this one, the Bills this year six and zero on the road against the spread. So, uh, if I was going to play this one on the side, I definitely would play the Bills. Uh, that's hard to ignore. But I think the much stronger play. Let's play the under forty four. Probably going to be one of my best plays of the day on Saturday. So make sure you uh, you check out, of course, all of our best bets over at picksandparlays.net as well. All right. This is NFL Rapid Fire. I am your host, Nick Eber, along with Tony Comandante, El Tigre, and Craig, El Wapo Trap. Let's talk Sunday's NFC wildcard games. Uh, let's start with the Seahawks versus Eagles. Both teams here, guys. Injury disasters. Uh, the Seahawks cooled off considerably since that 8-1 run, which included a preview of this wildcard game beating the Eagles 17-9 at uh, Lincoln Field. Uh, they've gone 1-3 and three since that and have almost a full team of injuries to go along with it. 7-1 uh, straight up, 5-2-1 against the spread away. The Eagles 9-7, 7-9 against the spread. They've won uh, the last four in a row, so they're on a bit of a heater right now. 5-3 straight up, 3-5 against the spread at home. They also have that extensive injury list that I mentioned. Total has gone under in five of the six games versus the Seahawks. And Seattle, uh, one and a half points, guys. It's basically, uh, you know, it's basically a pick 'em, right? Uh, total 46. Uh, Craig, let's go with you. Well, you know, when you look at Seattle, I mean, they were, what, two inches from hosting and having a bye. And, yeah. you know, they come up just short. Now they have to travel. At least they're not, they don't play on Saturday because, you know, going from, of course, Seattle to uh, Philly, that is not an easy trip. But they get the, the break here playing on Sunday. I think the Seattle Seattle's still the play here. I just don't believe in this Eagles team. You know, I don't know what's wrong with them. Um, the only reason they're in the playoffs is because they played in the worst division in football. I mean, even the Cowboys uh, couldn't couldn't muster much, uh, uh, you know, to get over 500. I think the Seattle is the play. I think they play in a much tougher division. They had some great quality wins, and they were great on the road this year. So let's take the Seattle Seahawks. I see it even at one, so make sure you shop this line around. But even we'll call it one and a half. I'll still lay the minus one and a half here with a very good Seattle team. All right, no teasing, Tellez. You have a play on here or don't speak at all. You're up next. Yeah, yeah I got one. I'm going to butt heads again with Craig here. I can find You can find twos as well. I'll take the Eagles here plus the points. 
But you know, when the division was on the line, the Eagles took care of business, winning four straight games down the stretch. Okay, they got that 17-9 win to Dallas in Week 16. You know, during this win streak, the Eagles, their defense, no one's talking about it, but they've held teams to 17 points a game. Seattle's lost three of their past four as they lose back-to-back home games to the Cardinals and 49ers. Uh, You know, Seahawks' defense not in good form right now. You know, past three games, giving up 400 yards. They just lost a linebacker to an ACL injury to add to their problems. You know, Seahawks, they were hit hard with injuries at the running back, losing all three starters. They patched it up with players from the practice squad and retirement. Uh, Eagles, well, their offense, better form right now, past three games, averaging 415 yards per game. This kind of reminds me of um, when, uh, when, when the Colts went through a lot of receiver injuries and you know Peyton Manning was still throwing get put up good numbers Carson Wentz put up great numbers in the month of December throwing to a bunch of practice practice squad guys 66 percent completion rate 10 touchdowns a pick uh you know look at the Seahawks defense 26 in the red zone but the Eagles defense season long has been pretty good on third down ranking fourth best and despite all their injuries they have held to being fourth best on third down, third best in the red zone. Despite all these injuries, Carson Wentz is going to get it done. I'm going to take the Eagles here plus the two. All right, guys, one game left, three minutes. The Vikings at the Saints. Minnesota 10-6, and 9-7 against the spread. The Saints 13-3, 11-5 against the spread, and also 17-1 against the spread against teams with more than three people named Deshaun on the team. Okay, uh, let's go with you first, Trap. Go. Well, this is actually my NFL game of the week and wildcard weekend. I think this one comes down to can the Vikings offensive line protect uh, protect the quarterback? If they can't, we saw it against Green Bay. This team has no shot. But when the, the games that they protected the quarterback, they they had some really nice wins this year. And I got the answer for you. Go over to picksandparlays.net and check it out. All right. Tony, I bet you could be a little bit more verbose than that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take the points with Minnesota plus eight. Remember, Dalvin Cook was not in that game against the Packers, and it looks like he is going to play. He's telling everyone he's going to play. He's missed two weeks to recovery. He's got he's got the recovery from that shoulder injury. And, uh, of course, he's the key here for the Vikings rushing attack that's averaging 4.5 yards a carry. That can open up the passing game for veteran Cook Cousins, who's completed 69% of his passes, 26 touchdowns, six picks. You know, the Vikings have been really good in the red zone, second best in the league. That run pass can work. But, you know, I'm going to give you something here that's interesting here. The Saints defense. Now, one thing to note in the playoffs, I like to look at how the teams do against other playoff teams. The Saints defense against playoff teams this season gave up nearly 400 yards to the Titans, 516 yards to the 49ers, over 500 to the Seahawks, over 400 to the Texans. Vikings will generate enough offense to cover this big number. I'm going to take the Vikings here plus the eight. Vikings plus the eight. In fact, that's uh, expanded a bit because it was seven and a half. So it's shifted, huh? Yeah. Has yeah. shifted a little bit. Yes, it has. And the total is still 48 and a half, or has it moved? I'm still, I, no, I'm so 2019, guys. I'm sorry. I'm, you know, yes. old school. Yeah, I think it's at 50 now. I see this total at 50. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that has a lot to do with this New Orleans team. The last, uh, you know, what, six, seven weeks, they've had some really big numbers uh, they've put up and at home, too. So uh, I, I wouldn't, if you're going to play the over in this one, you better jump on it. I think you missed that out on some 48s uh, or 48 and a halfs early in the week. All right, guys. Yeah, and uh, also Cook's status is making the difference, too, with the running back from yep. Minnesota playing. But D- Dalvin Cook is probable. He said he is going to play. That's what I have here. Yes. Right. It, yes. Yeah, when you're probable in a playoff game, you're going to usually play. Yeah, for sure you're going to play. Yeah, it's like what is the opposite of yes. Well, we'll see, right, if you're a kid. Anyway. <laughs> Questionable. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> All right, guys. Always a pleasure. Very quickly, Craig, uh, what do we have up on the site right now, picksandparlays.net, that could titillate our viewers and listeners? 
Well, of course, you can always go over and get our best individual plays, but the best is always playing long-term subscriptions. Go over to your favorite capper, or if you go underneath the premium picks tab, click on the two-for-one tab. You can get three days, seven days, 30 days, two cappers for just a, a little more than what you can purchase one capper. And, of course, use that 15% off bowl. Last uh, few days of that uh, 15% off promo code, use that promo code bowl. That'll save you 15% off anything on the website. All right, Craig, Tony, thanks so much. Great picks. Can't wait for these wildcard games. All right, coming up, we're going to talk a little college basketball and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl with none other than chick, Chicken Dinner Chirimbus. Be right back. All right, what a show we've had to kick off this uh, 2020 here at Picks and Parlays. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Twitter me, at Nick Eber. So much to get to. Before we get to our recap, though, let me just point out we have 15% off on the website, all your expert picks, promo code BOWL, B-O-W-L. Now, our free picks today, this is what we had. We started off with Al Ninos and some NBA action, Blazers at Wizards. Take the Wizards plus five and a half. 76ers at Rockets. Take the 76ers plus four and a half. And the Knicks at the Suns. Take the Knicks plus six and a half. Then we had Chip Chirimbus, college basketball, and the famous Idaho potato bowl pick. He said take the Bobcats minus eight and a half for the potato bowl. And we had one line on the college basketball uh, whiskey at Ohio State. Take the under, 123 and a half. Then we did the AFC and NFC rapid fire games with Tony T and Craig Trapp. Tony T said Titans of Patriots take the Titans plus five. Vikings at Saints take the Vikings plus eight. Seahawks at Eagles take the Eagles plus two. And the Bills at Texans, ho-ho, pick it up right now. Picksandparlays.net, 15% off promo code BOWL. Craig Trapps, NFL rapid fire. Bills at Texans take the under 44. Titans at Patriots take the Patriots minus five. And the Vikings at Saints, that was his NFL game of the week, his top play. Pick it up, picksandparlays.net, 15% off promo code BOWL. And finally... Seahawks at Eagles take the Hawks minus one and a half. Those are our picks. Look, if you missed any part of this show, you can see it in all of its glory. You can see me and my magnificence on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. If you want to listen to it, download it on your podcast, work out at the gym. You can do that. Get all those picks while you're sweating, sweating with the pickies or, well, with Chip Chirimbus, sweating with the oldies. That's right. You can find it at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Just a reminder, we're with you each and every weekday, 5 p.m., 4 p.m. East Coast, 1 p.m. Pacific time. I'll get it right one day uh, on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And we stream live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. That'll do it for me. I'll speak to you tomorrow. Remember, bet, win, repeat. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big money at Menards.